Aloha, I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. Welcome to The Body Show. Each week we talk about health and fitness, but none of what we discuss replaces a visit to your own primary care provider. You know, a lot of times we talk about trying to stay physically fit, but what should you do if you've noticed that you're starting to forget some things and maybe you're worried that as you get older, you might not be having all the same memory functions that you used to? Well, there is a way to make your brain fit. And in fact, today we're going to be talking with Mike Turner of Orthosport about a new program that they're putting together that's targeting people who want to keep not just their body fit, but also work on their brain as well. Well, thank you for joining me today in the studio. Thank you for having me. Now, all right, I'm in my mid-40s. I'd like to lie about it and say I'm not, but I am. Everybody worries a little bit about, hey, I forgot the name of something. I was talking with some patients earlier, and I said, what's the name of that? And they knew it before I did, and I went, this is bad news (laughs) for me. So, you know, what's normal when we think about as people get older and just forgetting things every once in a while? And and what is the concept of, of trying to keep that memory alive? How does brain fit seem to be helping? And why is it that I feel like I should be doing it right now? <laughs> well, you know, Kathy, after the age of 40, every every aspect of your function, body and mind, begins to decline. It's just, just being human on planet Earth. This is how we age, right? Um, but just like your your muscles and your bones and other parts of your body can be encouraged to stay strong and fit and, and functional longer by exercising them and, and using them in an appropriate way, your brain also, uh, you know, begins that natural slow decline. But if you work at it, you can improve the level of fitness and function and keep it much sharper, much longer than under normal circumstances. So you make it sound so okay. All right. So I'm at that point where, sure, memory might not do what it used to. You know, a couple of years ago, they had that whole program, Lumosity. And, you know, I was addicted to that when I was doing all these little games, you know, math games with raindrops and all sorts of stuff, just to, because they said it was going to help with brain fitness. I know some subsequent studies had some questions about that. They talked about promoting, uh, you know, skills, but, and they also, I think, mentioned preventing dementia, but there were some question about if it actually could. So it was really <clears throat> Really focused on trying to do mental things for your brain. That's one component of keeping your memory active, keeping your brain active. But it certainly seems to me that what's good for your heart, good blood flow, exercise, oxygen, etc., is probably good for your brain too. So what sorts of things make this particular idea of brain fit something that incorporates the physical activity and the mental activity? How do you do that? Well, Orthosport is the the company that that we started and began as physical therapy, but we incorporated it what we call a medical gym as a a separate aspect of the company where when we're done with the physical rehab side, physical therapy is our our mainstay, uh, we have a number of, of, we call them medical fitness trainers. They're basically personal trainers with an edge that work side by side with the the physical therapists and are very tuned in to both the the orthopedic side of things and the neurologic side of things with a lot of our patients when they're done with the rehab let's say they had a stroke and they're having issues with with brain function as well as physical function uh, we like the extended uh, model of trying to keep them engaged and trying to keep them progressing even once their insurance says sorry you're not you're not entitled to more physical therapy 
And so they, they go work with the medical fitness trainers, and the, the physical therapists are still involved. They can still put feedback toward, you know, feed into the case and help to organize what the, the trainers are doing with these folks. But it's, it's not formal physical therapy any longer, and it's outside the insurance system. And so you don't have um, the, the requirements and the limits that insurance, the insurance industry might otherwise place on you. So once we get going with all that, if you are going to work brain fitness into it, we're talking about personal trainers. They're very used to physical fitness, and they obviously work with people to try and keep them strong and healthy and cardio fit and all of that. And I think this is one of the things that surprises people tremendously when you talk about mental fitness or, or cognitive function is, you know, you think, okay, crossword puzzles, Sudoku, I'm going to go do lots of math problems, you know, challenge myself like yeah, Lumosity. that's what I was doing. I was like, I want to be a mathlete. You know, I didn't yeah. think athlete. I was putting math in there. And it's shocking to a lot of people to, to when, they, when they hear that really the single most effective thing that you can do to improve your brain's function is aerobic activity. Get the heart pumping faster, pump more blood through it, and the brain works better. At, at, at a base level, that's really what it's about. Now, Lumosity, you mentioned, it's interesting. There's a, there's a lot of programs out there like that. There's Brain HQ and Cognifit. And I mean, you, you could do a Google search, you can find 10 different programs like Lumosity. And they have a point, there's a purpose to them. Uh, the way that we use those programs is more as a way to do what we call a cognitive snapshot. Because they do a great job of letting you know how good your brain is functioning right now. It gives you, a, you know, how good is your memory? How good is your computational speed or your processing or different aspects of brain function? And so we use that, but that's not the way we train your brain. We just use it as a, a, like a, an evaluation tool. Like a test. Yeah. yeah. So we can do it now, and we can do it after you've been doing the BrainFit program, which includes a lot of aerobic exercise, for a month and then three months and then six months. And you'll be able to actually see that you're improving. And it's not just like, you know, oh, gee, I think I'm forgetting where I put my keys less. <laughs> So. Well, and I went kind of crazy on that. I was like, I need to beat everyone and be in the 99th percentile for my age. I mean, I, I got a little nuts about it. So so I had to, to stop <laughs> doing that because it, it, it went a little a little rogue. It went a little too far. But, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you start off in a physical therapy program. And I know that for a lot of purposes, I, I kind of look at physical therapy and personal training as sort of a, a part of a spectrum. You know, if you have lost function, if you've had a stroke, or if you have had some sort of an injury, then physical therapy is designed to help you to restore a certain level of function. You may never get back to where you were. If you've had a stroke and you have paralysis, no amount of therapy is going to change the fact that you can't potentially move part of your body. You might get some function, but you're not going to be in the same position you were beforehand. So when you get to the point where you were at the, the peak of where you could potentially get with physical therapy, then that's where that whole idea of, like you mentioned, personal trainers with an edge. So if you want to get further than that, then that's when you sort of incorporate more of the personal training aspect so that they're parts of a spectrum, that it's not in isolation. It really is all part of part of the rainbow. You know, you start off in one area and then you may find yourself in another area and it's designed to help you to not just get back to where you were and restore function, but in fact, maybe even get better in certain areas than you were before. So that's sort of the way that I kind of put physical therapy and personal training as an idea for patients is to say, you know, you might need to, for your knee sprain, work on strengthening your leg. But by the way, 
if you want to work on overall strength for your body, then you may have to to pay on your own for this. But this is a good investment in your body. This is going to be something that might get your whole body stronger than it was. So is that kind of the idea, adding some of the medical complexity conditions into this and targeting certain populations of people that might need that extra help? It is. You know, the way we think of it is that we kind of we have, have this building with a medical gym on one side of it and a physical therapy on the other side of it. And there's two doors into the building. <laughs> and you don't have to come in the physical therapy door before you can move over to the, the, the medical gym you side. You could just come right in medical You come gym. right into the me- I mean, ideally, we would love it if people were more prevention-minded. And when they start having issues with, I'm gaining a little weight, I'm getting a little deconditioned, my blood pressure's going up, I'm a little bit higher risk for heart attack and stroke, do something about it then. Don't just take the meds and keep sitting on the couch eating potato chips. You know, get in the gym, get with the trainer, get with the professional that can guide you and, and encourage you to, to get you where you need to be physically. And the same exact thing goes for, for mental fitness. And the most amazing and awesome aspect of this is that you can do both at once. You know, I mean, you don't have to go in and say, okay, I'm going to work out with the trainer for my my muscle strength and my heart fitness, and then I'm going to go work with this other trainer for my brain fitness. We can simply combine it all into the same hour, and it's like a double-edged sword. You, you, you know, you kill three birds with one stone. Um, and Okay, we're not going to kill birds. I'm nope, just okay, saying. Okay, no, no <laughs> but I understand the analogy. <laughs> so really, it's it's that complement of doing all those things together so that you can really, because we're talking about aerobic exercise, right. it all is connected. So many different things for the body. If you do one thing, it affects something else. It affects something else downstream. So certainly trying to work on incorporating all those together, it just, it makes a lot of sense to me. All right. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak here in the studio with Mike Turner, and he is from Orthosport. We're talking about brain fit. What can you do? If you feel like you're in a little brain fog and you feel like maybe you need to work on brain fitness, there are some things you can do. And no, it doesn't have to take extra time. You don't have to go crazy with lumosity like I did. You can also just add some physical fitness simultaneously. When we come back, we're going to talk about what one of these programs might actually seem like, what's incorporated, and how are you spending that hour. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak, and I'm here in the studio with Mike Turner from Orthosport. And we're talking about, uh, is it normal that I forget stuff and my, my patients older than me remember it? And what can I do about that and how to keep your brain fit while you're working on keeping your body fit? Now, right before the break, we talked a little bit about where does physical therapy and personal training fit into the entire line of different options that people have to work on taking care of themselves. Some of it may be covered through insurance. Some of it may be your own self-investment, but it is an investment and it's definitely for a good cause. You know, when we talk about this idea of a brain fitness program, describe for me what it means. I mean, I can just, I can sort of maybe think about, oh, that's what I bet it is. But what would be a typical hour of activity that would incorporate the fitness that you would do for cognitive health? And how is that different than just seeing a personal trainer? Well, 
The first aspect is that we're going to be using what we call a therapeutic dosing, a therapeutic dosing of, of both physical and or cardio and cognitive challenges, and we combine them. Because in isolation, either one is good for you. If you do lumosity, just the cognitive challenges, you're going to see a little improvement. If you do some cardio uh, exercise, you're going to see some improvement in your cardiovascular system and in brain function. But if you combine them simultaneously, then you get it's, – it's the, the sum is – better than the, either of the two individual parts by themselves. It's like a synergistic effect. It is. So like it one is. plus one is three, which yeah. I know is bad math because I was doing a lot of lumosity and <clears throat> doing a lot of math. But tell me, <laughs> you know, so am I doing some sort of exercise in the treadmill while I'm counting stuff? Or what would be the example of like a cognitive activity that you could do incorporated with your cardio activity? Because, you know, I mean, it was great to do the math and everything, but Boy, there's this one thing where you had to, like, remember people's names, and I was just horrible at it. Are you going to test me the names of people? I'm going to – We are. You know, what we, what we try to do, we begin every session with some education. So there's a, a pretty strong educational component to the program that's not done while you're exercising. But we're going to feed you this information, and the information is all relevant to brain fitness. So it's going to be things like – uh, what is a neuroprotective diet? What sort of foods should you include in your diet to really improve the function of your brain and minimize the inflammatory effects and, and the decline that that happens? So we give you this little bit of information, but then we're going to put you on a treadmill. We're going to get your, you into the target heart rate zone for about 20 minutes. It takes 20 minutes before your body releases what we call BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And that is the substance that's kind of the, the keys to the kingdom. That's the magic substance that your body produces that is going to enhance the effect of any training you do for your brain beyond that point. Very similar to the way testosterone works for muscular strength enhancement. But you can't just inject it. You can't take mm -mm. a pill of it. Nope. You've got to do some aerobic exercise it. for 20 minutes. It's not in a bottle. I'm not going to be able to find it on the supplement store. Right. So then we're going to get you on the treadmill or the, any any machine, any activity. We could even be doing, you know, jumping jacks, jumping jacks whatever, to get your plank. heart rate into that. I hate know. that plank. Yeah, planks probably won't do it, but, you know, th whatever. That's good because I hate that <laughs> plank. It won't do anything. I don't get any BDNF from that <laughs> plank. All right. Okay. So it's, it's going to be cardio of some sort, right? Good. But then we're going to be at the same time asking you questions that are computational, things like, you know, count by sevens from seven to 100. And, you know, and then we might ask you to go backwards or we might ask you to name an animal that starts with the letter B. And then, you know, we, we go through different, you know, alphabetic, neuro, neuro, uh, numeric sorts of t questions and quizzes. We call them brain stretches. And then we're going to ask you to recall those things. We're going to say, okay, I told you three animals when you first started, got on the treadmill here 15 minutes ago. What were those three animals? Or I'm getting stressed when you talk <laughs> about it. I mean, I can just picture myself freaking out that I can't remember like seven and seven and seven and seven and seven. I mean, the multiplication table gets me up to 12. And then after that, well, it's no man's land. And we're going to tailor it to you too, though. We're going to see the things that you struggle with because we've done the cognitive snapshot. We know what your challenges are. And so, and, and we're going to meet you where you're at. Just like any effective trainer, you don't over-challenge somebody. You know, you want to give them a little challenge, enough to push them, but not enough to overwhelm them, right? So that your, your brain has to work hard, but you're going to succeed. And that's, that's the benefit of working with somebody who can actually know you, know exactly what's going on with you. And, and meet you where you're at, both physically as far as the intensity and cognitively with the challenges that they present.
I'm already counting by sevens. <laughs> I mean, just as I'm talking to you, I'm like, seven, 14, 21, 20. I'm going to stop it. Okay. So math could be one of the things you do. You could do verbal challenges. You could do memory challenges. Do you have any information on how this has worked so far? So I'm certain that you didn't just come up with this program and say, we're going to try it and let's see what happens. Where is the science behind it? Is there any data behind some of the activities that you're doing? And if so, what have they seen thus far? There's a lot of evidence behind every aspect of what we do, and we've pulled it from the various peer-reviewed journals on the effects of aerobic exercise and the BDNF factor on brain volume. Actually, your your brain shrinks as we get older, and yeah, that's part of— such- a happy person. <laughs> you're getting older. Your muscles are going bad. And your, your brain brain's is shrinking. Going bad and your brain is shrinking. <laughs> and now do serial sevens backwards because you're just making my Monday there, Mike. All right. So there's some studies that you mentioned, peer-reviewed journals, brain shrinks. So you're looking at brain volume. So they've brain done volume studies is looking part of at it. that. And okay. they've, they've shown effectively that you can actually back it up by one to two years in, in a single year of, of training effectively you can you can your brain can look two years younger than it did from a volume perspective, um, so that's the physical change. But then we're also looking at cognitive snapshots, so the actual functioning. How how do you do on your tests? Basically, how do you score? Uh, we we derived this program from a program that's been done on the mainland for several years called Brainy X for Brainy Exercise, and. This is developed by another physical therapist that I know pretty well, and, and she's done an amazing job of kind of pulling all the research together, and we collaborated to, to develop the BrainFit program. Uh, so that we have, we're just implementing it now. We have launched it as of a month ago. We were just on the news last, last month kind of with our big rollout. But we, haven't, we don't have a lot of data at our clinic. But the Brainiax program on the mainland does. They've been doing it for years, and they've shown some pretty fantastic results. Are you going to be doing some of those trials and monitoring here? Absolutely. So that you can oh, yeah. we're gonna, some of those We're going to be doing research. We're going to be do- collecting the data. And it'll all be done anonymously. We won't be publishing your name and how did you do on the math test, you know. You know, because I want to get an A. <laughs> I mean, already I'm thinking, you want to know how good I'm going to do? I'm going to ace that test. I'm going to ace all the part of it that's cognitive because I'm going to study for it. Yeah. All right. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. Try not to obsess about serial sevens. And I'm in the studio here with Mike Turner from Orthosport. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what the research says and how you can keep your body fit and your brain fit and make your body younger. When you think of your real age, which is a term that's out there, what is the true age for your body and your brain combined together? And how can you make that younger than ever? So your next birthday, you really could just subtract and be a younger age than you are. All right, we'll be right back. Stay with us.
Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak here in the studio with Mike Turner from Orthosport. We're talking today about a program that he's bringing right here to the islands that is going to help folks who want to not just become physically fit, but keep their brain fit as well. You know, studies have shown that when we look at trying to prevent conditions like dementia of all different sorts, but in particular Alzheimer's dementia, because we don't really have the best of all treatments for it yet, the key is going to be in prevention. And all the studies so far have shown shown that the exercise that people do, the keeping their medical conditions in check, whether it be blood pressure or cholesterol or sugar and diabetes, and also social interaction are some of the ways that people can try their best to prevent having early onset memory issues. Now, there's certainly going to be folks who do not necessarily have the ability to avoid it, but for those that do, there might be some ways to control their medical conditions to help decrease the likelihood that they're going to experience these conditions or symptoms at an early age. So before the break, we were talking about what might be done as part of this one-hour session is that you would not just be doing some physical activity, the aerobic activity, trying to get to that 20 minutes where you would get that BDNF or brain-derived neurotrophic factor. factor. Neurotrophic meaning grow the nerves. And so it can't be bottled. It can't be bought. The only way to do it is do exercise. So when you get to that level, you're also encouraging people to do more cognitive activities to help improve their brain. Now, there's a term that that's been out there in the neurology world that some people might have heard of called neuroplasticity. And I got to tell you, the first time I heard it, I was shocked. I was trying to go to sleep. I said, oh, maybe I'll watch a TED Talk. That'll just relax me. And I couldn't sleep after that because they talked about the fact that the brain can remodel itself. And they were talking about how you can actually grow new brain connections as you get older. In fact, just because we used to think that the brain does not regenerate or grow new cells, you may not be able to, to duplicate your physical number of neurons, but you can enhance the number of connections between the ones you have endlessly, and the combinations are are astronomically large. So to do so, you have to do something that that challenges your brain. And in order to have all the things that you need to have a brain challenge, you also need to give the brain food, that being oxygen, that being blood flow. So it makes sense to me that the aerobic activity, which is pumping blood to your heart, you know, where are the biggest blood vessels that come from your heart? They're like heading up towards the brain and then they're heading to the rest of the body. So I can see the rationale behind the aerobic activity as necessary for some of the cognitive activity and the cognitive improvement. What about someone who might have had a stroke or had some type of brain damage from an accident? Do they still get the same benefit from doing some of these activities? Because they do have brain cells that don't work. Are we able to strengthen the rest of the brain to help their cognitive function? Oh, absolutely. I think that it's it's very similar to what you said at the beginning of the hour that, um, you know, you, if you've had a stroke and you've had some significant loss of, of physical functioning, uh, you're you're not likely to get back to 100% of what you were, right? But it's going to be, uh, there's going to be some typically rapid improvement in the first uh, three three months or so. And then it continues to improve a little more slowly as, as you go beyond that until you reach a point that feels a little bit like a plateau. But what we know is that you know, the body, as long as your heart's pumping and you're breathing, the body's changing. And if you continue to challenge yourself, you, you basically are trying to become the best you that you can. 
you're going to continue to improve your strength. You're going to continue to improve your function. And certainly, even if you've had a stroke or you've had a brain injury or Alzheimer's disease or some other disease process that's affecting your mental function, you're, you don't become immune to that natural decline that everybody else is, is having. You're still going to have that too. So everything that you can do to slow down that decline and back it up the hill as much as you're able to is going to be beneficial. And that is not something that's going to be an easy button, you know, one injection, take a pill, do something for a week or a month. It's a lifestyle. And that's what we're trying to teach people in this program is not only help them with the actual hold your hand while you exercise, show you how to challenge your brain and help you challenge it while you exercise, but also teaching you about stress management, teaching you about sleep hygiene, teaching you about uh, the important aspects that, it, it, that exercise plays in emotional stability, uh, with managing depression. Even in, in uh, some of our younger clients, we've seen you know learning difficulties, things like that, where exercise is amazing. It's the single thing that helps all of it. It's like the ultimate magic pill. So we're, well, why yeah. can't it just be in a pill? <laughs> I mean, you talked about a magic pill, and then it was like physical activity. But again, I see where you're going, which is if you exercise your body, our bodies are not meant to sit in an office for eight hours a day. They're not meant to sit in a static Absolutely position. Not. Yep. If you don't use it, you lose it. And that really seems to be the key to staying healthy is staying young, is being able to be physically active and enjoy those activities outdoors or indoors, but also use that as a way to keep yourself going. So, you know, you can generate muscles when you're 90. I have some patients who are older and Absolutely. they go to the gym and they do some workouts and, you know, they're trying to increase their muscle mass or even just, like you mentioned, preserve where they're at. So there are ways that you could preserve your brain mass, your literal brain volume, but also the way in which you use your brain and the function therein. It, you know, it is that. And, and I mean, we have clients that come in and they, they are mental people. They are people whose jobs are highly mentally demanding, uh, you know, CEOs of companies, uh, people who are, you know, scientists, doctors, lawyers, but they're not necessarily super physical people. And are you looking at me for a reason there, Mike? Okay. <laughs> I didn't even look in that direction. That's all right. <laughs> I'm going to own it. Okay. But what they will tell us is that when they begin being physically active, that they just feel sharper focus all day long. It changes the – they're obviously very smart people or they wouldn't have gotten where they've gotten with, with their brains wor working the way they are. But they are better when they start including exercise regularly into their, into their regimen. And if you can combine that with other activities like the brain challenges, then it's a perfect recipe as far as I'm concerned. Where do you see this going in the future? So you've started the program. I know that you have several locations you could mention, and there's going to be a new location coming up in October yep. that people will be able to physically see downtown. Where do you see all this heading in the next, in the next couple of years? Um, well, what I'd like to see, I mean, the medical gym concept is a new concept. And we, we you know, we have a location in East, East Oahu out in New Valley near Ainahaina, and we have one in downtown and in Kaka'ako right now. But what we're hoping to do is continue to grow and open it. We're, we're looking at other locations, maybe out in Kapolei. Um, and I've had a few people say, hey, would you come out to Maui? Uh, but, I, you know, we're going to grow it slow and steady. But the, the medical gym, as far as where we see that going, you know, we, we want to continue to offer programs that are unique, that are not anything you would uh, – it's more than your ordinary gym, you know. Uh, working with Parkinson's patients. We have boxing for Parkinson's. We have balance and bone density 
uh, training programs. We have uh, fall prevention type uh, programs. And all of this programming is stuff that's things that everybody deals with in one way or another as we age. There's such a big swirl around aging in place, you know, around being able to stay in your home and stay independent and, and functional. And that's really who we want to help. And we want to hit every aspect of that. And the medical gym is the perfect venue for it. Unfortunately, it can't all be done on insurance. It can't all be done, you know, with, ten, with, with six or eight physical therapy sessions. So that's where we want to grow the medical gym in that direction. Sure, insurance can cover the beginning, but then at some point it's a personal investment that you need to make into yourself. And it it certainly sounds like every dollar is worth it. And I'm adding up those sevens as we talk about it because you mentioned that. (laughs) Add seven. Stuck in my brain. You can do do five if seven's too hard, Kathy. (laughs) No, I mean, I'm doing the sevens and I just can't get it out of my head. This is why I was so bad at Lumosity. I got super competitive and weird about it. All right. Well, it certainly sounds like this is a place where people can get physically active, not just for their body, but also for their brain. I want to thank you for sharing your expertise with us today. Mike Turner from Orthosport, thanks for being on. Thank you. And check out orthosport.com for information about any of our programs. And I look forward to to having you do brain challenges for me because I'm going to be good at that. The physical challenges, i got to work on that. All right. If you'd like to hear the show again, you can click on hawaiipublicradio.org. Follow the links to The Body Show. Our engineer is David Chong. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. We'll see you next week right here on The Body Show. Mm